Just a few days ago, I saw a headline that said a third of the world's population was on lockdown. so much for tuning in to the essential podcast we're looking forward to unpacking some details about the cares act today there are a ton of details and we're just going to pick out some of the highlights specifically as it relates to investing retiring and your money matt's here with us to discuss how are you doing man i'm doing good tommy crazy times with uh, covid19 forcing a lot of people to be quarantined so it's uh, definitely interesting times. Just a few days ago, I saw a headline that said a third of the world's population was on lockdown. And that's just staggering to think about. Yeah, that is. I know uh, I went and got gas yesterday, and I don't think I've ever paid $2 for gas in quite a while. And that's because it's premium. So a regular is probably, what, mm-hmm. $160 something? Yep. I got some for, I think, 150 ish just this week. Mm-hmm. Nice. Can't go anywhere with all that <laughs> no. gas, but you got it. Uh, I was talking to my wife, and I said, you know, gas is cheap, but we can't go anywhere to use it up. But this too shall pass, and we've talked about that a lot. We've been doing webinars to keep everybody updated and provide our perspective. We did a special bulletin podcast on kind of bear markets and what's going on. A lot of that information is still accurate, although the number of cases and stuff is changing every day. The long-term outlooks are largely the same. But something that has happened since we last came to you with a podcast is the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. That's abbreviated CARES, which is clever. And this act was passed and signed into law. It's been designed to help people that have been most impacted by the pandemic. It provides business relief and coverage for treatments that maybe the insurance wouldn't cover, but there are some key provisions that may benefit investors and retirees, and those are some of the things we want to pull out today and talk about. So $2 trillion, there are discussions around maybe a phase two, so we'll see what happens. But just to put this in perspective, in 2008, during the financial crisis, the Economic Stimulus Act of 2008 only saw an $800 billion earmark of federal funds, and this is $2 trillion. So uncertain times and some desperate measures here from the Fed, uh, government at large. Yeah, Tommy, that's about, what, three and a half times the relief package of what it was in 2008. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you, if, you know, just as we were talking at the beginning of this, there are a ton of small businesses that have no way to get revenue, which means ultimately they're having to either shut their doors or lay off people. And I think we're starting to see a lot of that. I think the number I saw yesterday was about 10 million people have been laid off Mm -hmm. in two weeks. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Jobless claims was like historic measured against any week to week unemployment. Three and a half million nearly last week, six and a half million this week, just staggering. So tell me, why don't we jump into the bill and talk about what's all in it and how it can benefit you if you're a small business owner or an investor or maybe someone who's unfortunately been uh, recently let go. Yeah, let's do. We're just going to unpack some of the highlights for you because there's so much here and 
you know, I say encourage you to read it, but that's not something that you probably want to do. But definitely reference it. Look for headlines and highlights and bullet points that may be specific to your situation. But we want to talk about some of the ones that have jumped out to us and applied to the majority of, of our community and our clients. But the first one that everybody has probably been paying attention to is the stimulus check. So direct payments of up to 1200 bucks a person with an additional 500 per child are coming out to the majority of Americans, as they say. Uh, there are reductions or exclusions based on income. But hey, the big thing here is this is automatic. So you don't have to do anything. You don't have to apply or request. It's all going to happen automatically if they have given you a tax refund and they have an account on file with the IRS. It'll just be deposited automatically. If you don't, then that'll come via mail. But if you're curious, and Matt and I were talking about this this week, there are calculators online so that you can see how much you should be getting or if you qualify for what amount based on maybe income limitations. The first one that comes up when you just search for it is from the Washington Post. So just look for a reputable source and you can punch in just a few details to see how much you might be getting. But again, you don't have to do anything. This is automatic. You'll get it. And one thing I would say to be cautious about, Tommy, is when you're out there looking for these calculators and starting to see it a little bit too, is there's people setting up scam websites to scam people, even on the digital map by John Hopkins. You know, how many people have been affected, where they are in the nation. Um, there's scams coming out. So if you're putting in your information, again, only use reputable sources. Washington Post one is good, and, and I wouldn't put in any more details than uh, I believe it asks for your marriage status, if you have any kids, and what your adjusted gross income was. Yeah, that's all they need to know, and that calculator will give you the output of what you need. And same with these maps. Matt mentioned tracking. There are apparently fake checks coming already. So lots of people preying on the the vulnerable right now in light of all of this. So just be aware. And I think we'll probably see that even continue with um, what the next thing we're talking about, which is business owner relief and fake sites from the SBA where you'd put in sensitive information to apply for relief. And this could be being done on a fake site. Pay attention, make sure you're at the right place and don't give any more info than is, is necessary. So the second one I kind of already mentioned beyond the stimulus check is the act allocates $500 billion for loans, loan guarantees, investments to business, and then also for states and municipalities. So that business owner relief is going to look a lot different for a lot of people that were impacted. It does cover sole proprietors and it covers people with employees of 500 or less. So there's a lot of benefits and availability there in the form of loans and grants. And this is to help obviously blunt the economic impact of these small business owners and their employees being laid off and furloughed and the large companies as well. So far, far reaching economic impact from the shutdown essentially of the nation and the nation's economy in most ways. And there's a lot of relief here set aside to help keep a lot of this afloat. Yeah, Tommy, if you've got any business owners listening here, what's the best place to go to get some more information on that? Yeah, Matt. So there are a couple of things to keep in mind here. There are PPP loans, which is the Paycheck Protection Program. And then there is the EIDL program, which is the Economic Injury Disaster Loan. So the PPP loans are going to be through banks. 
If you already work with a bank as a business owner, they've probably reached out to you. The larger banks are just coming online as of Friday, April 3rd, and that'll be rolling out. But the EIDL is something you would apply with for relief directly from the SBA, and that is sba.gov. That's the U.S. Small Business Administration, sba.gov, and you can get links there straight to the relief options and resources and apply for that direct relief from just impact from the virus itself. It's an evolving program, and more and more people and resources are coming online, but it's important to make sure you're going to the right place and looking at the right thing. Those are the two main options available to a business owner clients right now. So we've talked about the stimulus check and individuals on a personal level. We've talked about business owners and the relief available to them. Let's talk about the investing side of this a little bit and how this relates to retirees and retirement accounts. The first point is around the RMDs or the required minimum distributions. So these are distributions that the IRS requires for people ages 70 and up. And that just changed this year to 72, but a lot of people were already there. It also applies to people who have inherited IRAs. So this could be a younger person who inherited something from a parent or an aunt or uncle and is being required to take distributions from those plans. The RMDs for all of those plans has been suspended from April 1st through the end of the year. So there was no real guidance as to what was available for anything that has already been taken. January 1 to April 1st, we're looking for maybe some clarification there. But for sure, April 1st through end of the year, RMDs can be opted out of and, and are not required which is thinking to help a lot of people and can save you some tax money too. So no different, Tommy, than them extending the tax deadline for uh, filing your taxes. Yeah, very similar. And there was a similar rule in 2009 that gave some flexibility around this as well. Not uncommon to see some of these things happen just to help people navigate what's coming out of their accounts and what the tax implications may would be. And the same, like you mentioned, for the tax filing deadlines being extended just to give people options to not focus and think about that right now and maybe not to have to come off that cash to pay if they are uh, if they owe taxes. And that kind of leads to the last point, which is specifically relating to your IRAs. So with that tax deadline being extended, you still have the ability to contribute to the IRAs for 2019. So that deadline is usually tax day, April 15th. Now that has been extended to July 15th as well. And then probably the more significant piece of this is they are waiving withdrawal penalties for distributions up to $100,000 from retirement plans, 401ks, IRAs, 403bs. They're waiving the 10% penalty if you're taking this money out before 59 and a half. So that sounds pretty good to people at first glance, but there are some things to be aware of here. Yeah, Tommy, this is one that we've covered in a previous podcast. I actually forget which one. I think it was in season one where we talked about it. Is an early withdrawal a good idea or hardship withdrawal a good idea? And the I think the overwhelming evidence or conclusion that we came to is unless it is 100% dire need, it's not a great idea to handcuff your future because you're going to end up, let's say you do take out $100,000. That's not just $100,000 today. It could have been 
whatever that money grew to in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, you're exactly right. And from what I understand about this piece of the CARES Act, that applies, what you just said applies as well. So there are a lot of things that are working against you here. This is exactly as it's framed, a relief measure. So this would be a dire strait and an absolute emergency because they're waiving this 10% penalty, but you still owe the tax. I think you have three years to repay it, but it is taxed as income if it's not fully repaid. And then the bigger issue is that withdrawals from accounts and changes in strategies are not really considered in this light with most investors, but making a withdrawal and making these changes is really a form of market timing. So when you take this money out, it is leaving the investments. And at the time of this recording, we've seen substantial pullbacks in markets and most investments. It's kind of been nowhere to hide. So if this money is coming out of investments, then you're selling, quote unquote, at these pullbacks, after these pullbacks, you're probably locking in some losses and you're going to miss out on recoveries when they occur. And that's the the timing of the market and what you alluded to of, you know, maybe a hundred thousand now, even if you pay it back, you know, it's not going to be able to participate fully in these recovery cycles. And if you don't pay it back, then that's just money lost from a long-term perspective. And it, it would be thousands and thousands of dollars, depending on how you're investing in the time frame in which you're doing it. So all of these accounts are long-term plans. If you're looking at this and looking at this benefit, then you're under 59 and a half. And it's a case by case. We could look at it in light of your plan. If you're close to retirement anyway, those kinds of things are worth considering. But the majority of Americans that are going to find appeal here and maybe the people that are losing their jobs and looking at this as an option, keep it on the back, back, back burner because this is worst case scenario type of option in our opinion. Yeah, I think you really have to look at your situation carefully um, and do some planning before definitely locking in a decision there. Well, Tommy, this is a good summary. Uh, Why don't you uh, again touch on the bullets and then we'll wrap this thing up. Yeah, absolutely. So we kind of touched three categories. We talked about kind of direct personal impact from the stimulus check. There's not a lot to know or do there. We talked about the the relief that's been set aside and available is available to business owners. And then we talked about specific stuff around your investments, retirement accounts, RMDs, withdrawal penalties being waived, taking money out of 401ks, those things there at the end. But there's a lot more here and we have a resource that you may find helpful. So if you want to revisit any of these things we've talked about and get more detail, we have a checklist of issues to consider as you're looking at the emergency relief options that have been made available. And you can get that from our website. It is barcofinancial.com slash COVID-19. We've emailed out about this as well. There are a few other checklists that are on there for you that may be of interest. So thanks for tuning in. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay out of trouble. And until next time, keep it essential. Thanks for sticking around after the music. We just have a quick disclosure for you. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., and advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.